All right, 1 Corinthians 12, we'll read uh, verses 20 down through the chapter, and the first three verses of chapter 13 say this in the Word of God. But now there are many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say into the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon those we bestow more abundant honor. And our comely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. That there should be no uh, a chism, amen, no division in the body. But that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondly prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, and gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Are all, and then it asks some questions. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I to you a more excellent way. Now chapter 13. Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, I become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Let us pray again together, please. Heavenly Father, again, Lord, we just... Uh, Lord, we're so glad to be a part of the family of God, a part of the body of God, part of the local church. And Lord, we just thank you for each one that's listening, each one that's here. And Lord, we thank you, God, that you've put us together, uh, dear God. We can be there for one another and pray for one another, Lord, and encourage each one another and help each other along the way. And Lord, I pray you uh, bless everyone that's participating tonight, dear God. We thank you for your faithful servants. And Lord, we think about these prayer requests. We think about uh, the Thomas's uh, granddaughter, and uh, uh, no doubt at that age and stage of, of life, at any stage of life, it's, it's uh, difficult to hear people say things. But Lord, I pray you'd strengthen her in the inner man with might by the Holy Spirit. I pray you'd give her some spiritual uh, fortitude, and Lord, just help her to stand and be a, a witness for you. Lord, we thank you for uh, the Thomas's, their witness, and Lord, their, the family and grandchildren that you've given them. So please just watch uh, over them. Lord, we think of uh, other loved ones that have been mentioned tonight with physical need and spiritual need. We think of Sister Meyer's brother and his need to be saved. Lord, we thank you for touching the heart of this one uh, that it caused some problems for Sister Judy. Now you've touched that heart. Lord, we pray that you would turn that heart and open that heart. And dear God, we'd, we'd hear about uh, this uh, dear lady uh, getting saved. And uh, Lord, uh, we pray for the Marks as they'll be traveling, think that they could spend some time with their daughter and grandchildren. And please give them safety as they're on the road. And uh, others, dear God, that will uh, be traveling. We think of Sister Allison. Others, Lord, the spiritual, the physical, perhaps financial need. We think of our young people uh, in school. Help them. And as the important decisions they got to make at the age and stage of life that they are as well. We think of Sister Angela with child. And, Lord, so many things. And, Lord, I'm glad that, Lord, we can bring these things before you. And you care. 
you, Lord, uh, uh, about the details of our lives and these things, dear God. And you have a will in each situation, and we can trust that will. So, Lord, I'm glad that we can rest in your faithfulness concerning these things. Now, Lord, help us through thy word and glorify thyself. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, uh, talking about uh, uh, the church here, of course, you know, you could get off on a lot of doctrinal things, you know, when it talks about all these gifts and tongues and all that stuff. And, of course, we know where to ask all those questions in 29 through 31. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, and all those things? We know the answer to all those questions is no. So, isn't it amazing how some of those people that get sidetracked by that stuff, you know, on tongues? And even if, even if tongues was like, it's the least, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, even if I was a Pentecostal believer, I'd say, man, you can have tongues, man. I'm moving on to something else, amen? But uh, we know, uh, but we, you know, we understand all those things. But we want to look at this in the context of, of, of the church and the body of Christ. And uh, what we find out in these verses is that everyone is necessary, amen? Everyone is necessary. Whoever God chooses uh, to bring in this church, whoever God allows to become a member of this local assembly, right? Everyone is necessary. And we are all equal. Look at verse 14 says, for the body is not one member, but many. It says again in verse 20, but now are they many members, but one body, right? So many members, right? It takes, it takes the arms, the legs, the ears, and the nose, and all these uh, things to make up the body uh, 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 properly. And so, hey, we, we want everyone to know that God brings in here, that uh, they're important to God, and they're important to us. You're important to us. And so we are all essential to this local church. Hey, uh, uh, we want the young people to know, hey, uh, they're essential. Man, Robert's got a big day tomorrow. I mean, two. I mean, he, think about that. Tomorrow, he's going to double his age. Aren't you glad if you're going to double your age that you're going from one to two? Amen. I don't think I'd want to double my age at this age, right? So I'm glad when we double our age, it's at a young age, right? Think about it. That's the only time in your life that you write double your age in one birthday. Amen. So remember that, right? You're going to double your age tomorrow. But hey, we want Robert to know uh, that he's important. Amen. Even Isaiah, right? Yeah, Isaiah's important and Mary Lynn's important, even though she steals all of Sister Karen's candy every time she comes to church. But hey, uh, everyone is important. Everyone is important, essential to the life, the health, and the growth of this church. Amen. We want a church with life. We want a healthy church. You know, a healthy church, you know, we want to have, we want to have, hey, we want, we want kids Seth age, amen? And uh, we want, you know, we want our little, little, little children. We want our senior saints and everybody in between, right? It takes all that mixture to make a healthy church. That's the sign of a healthy church, a good church when you have all ages, right? And so that's important. So everyone is important and, and to the life, the health, and growth of the church. All of us working uh, together. Notice verses 21 and 22. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Hey, brother, get out of here, man. I have no need of you. Oh, we, can't, we can't talk that way to one another. We're all important. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Now look at verse 22. Nay, much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. Now notice that, uh, that, that you know, uh, that, that, that statement, you know, this is why I constantly emphasize church members again uh, should not compete. We're not here to compete and we're here to complete. Uh, it's important to emphasize because, you know, a lot of times uh, church members will compete with one another. 
you know, uh, uh, for different things or try to, you know, uh, out, uh, uh, out, outdo one another things. No, that's not why we're here, amen? We are here to complete one another as the body of Christ. And again, uh, I'm the better because you are a part of this body. And we function better when everyone is here and everyone's participating and everyone is in their place. That makes us the church that God wants us to be. Again, notice that verse 22 where it says, uh, let me read that again. Nay, much more those members of the body, notice the statement, which seem to be more feeble, which seem to be more feeble. That word seem just means appear. You know, often... And unfortunately, may I say, often, and I use the word unfortunately and wrongly, I would say, unfortunately and wrongly, people, right, uh, uh, will look at senior saints and children as feeble members. They'll look at senior saints and children as feeble members. How often have I heard? How often have I heard? And, and, and it's a terrible thing to say. Well, you know, about some, you know, some, well, you know, the church is just mostly old folks. You know, that church is mostly old folks. But what, what a sad way to look at senior saints. What, what kind of statement is that? But how often have I heard it? Yeah, I'm sure you've heard it. Well, you know, yeah, that church, boy, boy, back in the heyday, Back in the heyday, you know, right, well, sure, you know, a lot of churches go through things. I mean, we know we've heard about this church, you know, uh, uh, you know, 40 years ago or 30, you know, and, and all those things. But that doesn't make this church any less significant today than it was at that time period. Maybe, maybe it, it, to the eye and maybe there was, you know, some, some things going on there. But let me tell you, it, to, 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 to God, this church is no less significant today than whatever was going on here 40 years ago. Whatever was going on, you're no less. Hey, hey uh, 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 um, uh, Brother Thomas and members that have been here a long time, like the Muscle and others, you know, listen, that'd be like saying that you're less significant to God today than you were 30 years ago when you were younger. To say that this church is less significant today than it was 30 years ago would be like saying, well, you church members, you're less significant to God today at this stage than you were 30 years ago. What, 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 a, what a wicked way to think about blessed senior saints of God. I think what, what, what they should say, hey, you know that church down there, praise God, that church is full of godly, faithful, example-setting, mature Christians. That's the way they should look at it. Hey, when, when I look at uh, 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 Brother Muxo, hey, uh, or, or Brother Thomas, or even Sister Sarah, I'm looking past what I see physically. I'm looking at what they are in Christ. And I don't see, you know, I don't see just in the eyes some, some uh, feeble older person. I say, hey, man, there is a godly, example-setting, amen, Christ-honoring, mature Christian, and I'm glad, amen, that they are an active, essential part of these ministry, amen? Hey, I'm looking past that body. That body, our bodies may say, I felt pretty feeble the last couple of weeks myself. Don't like to admit that. Strike the record on that one, right? Don't like to admit that, amen? Oh, but listen, uh, uh, inside, I guarantee you, amen? Uh, uh, you know, I, I said, Brother Thomas, man, every time they go somewhere, every time they, they travel somewhere, uh, 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 the, the last service that the Brother Thomas is at, before they go on a trip, you know what he comes? He comes back and he says, hey, uh, uh, I, need, I, I need a bunch of tracks. 
right? Because he wants to, he's, he's, even when he's on the road, he's witnessing for the Lord Jesus Christ. He's being an example. Man, and I say, hey, listen, uh, 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 I, I don't know how he feels in his body, but spiritually, he's not feeble. Spiritually, they're not feeble. feeble. Spiritually, they are an essential part of the life, health, and growth of this church, and I thank God for them. Even our children, I thank God for our children. You know, uh, 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 D.L. Moody, I may not get the source, but I remember a story about D.L. Moody, uh, when, uh, a story about him. When somebody was, uh, uh, he once asked, I believe, a, a saint, I was, that, uh, um, that uh, how many, a fellow saint, how many had led to the Lord that day or how many had gotten saved, something like that. And the, well, anyways, the guy responds, uh, uh, one and a half. We had one and a half get saved. He said, what do you mean by one and a half? Well, we had an adult get saved and then, you know, we had a child get saved. So he was looking at the adult as the one and the child as the half. And D.L. Moody said, no, you got that backwards. If one and a half got saved, then the adult's the half and the child's the one. Because the adult, he's already lived half his life or more, right? That child still has a whole life to live for the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. But that's sometimes how times, how sometimes when, when a child comes forward uh, 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 and gets saved or gets saved in junior church, we act like that's a lesser thing, right? Uh, then if some, uh, um, uh, some, maybe some wealthy person that was, you know, uh, whatever, had a position, came and got and said, wow, man, look who got, who got saved today. You know, we shouldn't think that way. Oh, man, a, a child got saved today, uh, five years old, six years old, whatever the case is, and man, now they can be saved, and at a young age, they can dedicate their life to the Lord, and, uh, man, they have their whole life ahead to live for the Lord. Amen. I wouldn't count that as a half, man. I'd count that as the whole, if you will, because they have their whole life uh, uh, to live to live for the Lord. I tell you, man, I, I look at, uh, you know, uh, 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 Olivia Alley. I mean, how, how old is she now? Ten or some of these young people? I'm like, man. You know, what a wonderful thing that is. I see the young uh, people on the, uh, on the piano. You know, one thing Brother Prime said, man, for such a, 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 a you know, a, a, a church your size, you, you, have, you have so much talent. I mean, look how many piano players we have, we have right? We have, we have, uh, we have uh, uh, Elizabeth, we have Anna, we have Brother Joseph, we have uh, uh, David and so many. I mean, and, and Peter, I mean what a, what a, how privileged we are. Uh, with, uh, with our young people and the talents and the talents they have. So, oh man, don't ever for one second look at, uh, see that maybe uh, that, that senior saint that maybe didn't have the footing he had a few years ago and think, oh, he's feeble. But listen, you better look past that old body and look at that fire still burning strong and mighty for the Lord Jesus Christ. So again, hey, yeah, we're all necessary. Again, everyone is important. Everyone is necessary. Everyone is necessary to our church. So, hey, we're all important to one another. We have to remember we all affect one another. Verses uh, 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 26 through uh, uh, 31 uh, shows us that. Again, verse 26, and whether one member suffer, all members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all members rejoice with it. Verse uh, 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 Ephesians 4, 16, let me give you a couple verses. I love this verse. It goes right along with that. It says, from whom the whole body fitly joined together. Boy, that's what we want. We don't want to just be joined together, sort of just like a bunch of things just sort of strewn out there. We want to be fitly, amen? We want to be fitly joined together and compacted. 
Boy, I like that. That makes me that makes me think of that small group of special forces. I say it again, amen. I like we want to be a specially trained group of special forces soldiers for the Lord. Fitly joined together and compacted. Notice this word, Ephesians 4:16, by that which every joint supplieth. Every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure. Notice this statement again of every part, every joint. Every part, what? Maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself. And look, every joint supplieth, every part, what? Maketh increase of the body. In other words, everybody has something to contribute to the will of God being done in this local church. Brother Muxlow, Brother Thomas, even Sister Sherry back there, amen, amen. Even Sister, yes, even you, Sister, amen. Sister Judy, and then uh, all these children, everyone in between, each one has something to contribute to this local church. Ephesians 2, verses 21 and 2, go right along with it. And whom, look at this, all the building fitly, there's that word fitly, you see it in Ephesians 4, now you see it in Ephesians 2, that word fitly framed together groweth, what? Unto an holy temple in the Lord. Verse 22, and whom also ye are builded together, right? God is building us together, right? We're here to learn together. We're here to grow together. We're here to serve together. We're here to be what God wants us to be together. Notice this verse, verse 22, and whom also ye are built together. Why? For an habitation of God through the Spirit. That's right. Listen, God wants us to come together. Why? Because he wants to inhabit, amen, what is going on through this body. He wants to inhabit what's going on through this local church. He wants to inhabit, amen, and, and do things in and through this local assembly, the people of God. We grow together unto a holy temple and habitation of God. We're, again, we're all contributors, and uh, uh, so uh, remember that just because we don't all look alike, just because we don't all have the same abilities or talents does not lessen the need or importance of any particular person needing to be an essential part of this body, right? We not, uh, again, verse, verse 26, when whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. And boy, uh, again, uh, I, I don't know one church that I've been a member of that is there for their members when they're going through something like this local church has been. Amen. We think of I, boom, the church was faithful to the end. We think of Melvin, the church was faithful to the end. We think of uh, 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 <coughs> a sister, uh, uh, I might just went Blake, <laughs> sister Kreft, right? Faithfully, and, he, and others that have been through this church, right? Uh, a faith, that they were faithful then, and this church was faithful with them to the end. Just like that, we were there. We were there for not only for that, right, but also when one member be honored, all the members would rejoice. So, hey, when somebody comes in and shares a blessing that they got, we rejoice. Amen. Finally, finally, Sister Judy got that apartment. Amen. Finally, amen. We 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 rejoice with her. Amen. Uh, Sister Pam and them just moved. Man, we were. Amen. We were excited about uh, how the Lord got them into that one quick and sold the other one quick and and all all those things. Man, when when uh, 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 when. 
even uh, uh, Lester, amen, when he graduated and other things, amen, we rejoice, amen, in what's going on in people's lives. Not just when we're at church, amen, uh, but hey, we care, just like God cares about the details of your life, we want to care and uh, uh, rejoice. I mean, even, hey, uh, uh, the Marks had their grandchildren uh, this week and got to be, hey, you know, as I think about that, that's a blessing to me because, hey, I know what a blessing it is for me to, uh, be, for my children to be around and my uh, grandchildren. So when I, when I sit, when I come in and I see uh, that, that smile uh, uh, on, on, their, on their face and know that little girl sitting there, I mean, that's a, that's a blessing to me personally. I don't say that lightly. And I don't say it just uh, because they're sitting here because I'm, th- I'm actually thanking that in my heart. And when I'm praying for them, I say, oh, Lord, I'm so uh, glad that uh, they got to, to, to come down. And so we think about each other. I mean, I, I think about uh, throughout the day, oh, you know, uh, uh, wonder how Priscilla's doing on that test today and those things and thinking about that and wonder how the Adams are doing in their homeschooling and wonder what lunch they're going to buy themselves this next week. I think about all that, all that stuff. Amen. We not only share the blessings, amen. We share the workload. We're there to share the workload of the church. We're there to share the burden. We're there to share the rewards. Amen. And we must be there for one another. That's it. A church does. That's what a family uh, does right and look at this because remember we're a body but we're not just any body not anybody but we're not just any body amen verse 27 says what now are you at the body of christ and members in particular hey we are some body amen <laughs> we are some body we are the body of Christ, amen, and we want to be a good and exciting, amen, and spiritual and lively representative of our Lord, of who and what we really are, amen, that's who and what we really are as the people of God. We are the body of Christ, and we should show forth Christ-like care and concern for one another, amen, just like he cares, if Christ cares about the details of somebody's life, then if we're Christians, we're being Christ-like, then we should care about the details of other people's lives, of other people's lives. Well, uh, let me uh, uh, finish up. Notice verse 31 says, but covet earnestly the best gifts. Uh, covet earnestly the best gifts. Listen, not, we need to covet the best gifts of you, not to try to outdo one another, Amen. If we want to be better at something or we want to have more of something spiritually, again, it's not to compete, but to complete, not to try to outdo one another, but to help us be better there for one another, to be a greater blessing to others and a more effective contributor, amen, to the body and a better servant of Christ. But notice how this verse ends. And yet all these things, all these things might be good, yet I show unto you a more excellent way. So listen, it talks about, uh, in verse 28, it talks about the different offices, and, and God has set some to the church. It talks about apostles and prophets and teachers and uh, miracles and gifts of healing and all those things. And we, you know, we, we understand that, but just using those as an example of different offices, if you will. And then it says, are all apostles? Well, no. Are all prophets? No. Are all teachers? No. Are all workers of miracles? We know the answer there's no. So where, where we can't all, all be the same thing, if you will, or we can't all have the same abilities, well, when we look down in chapter 13, one thing is exciting, right? We can all have the same love. We can all have the same love. Though other things about us may not be the same, There's something that can be about us the same, amen, the love of Christ being real and active in and through 
our life. Look at, again, verses 1 through 3. Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, I become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I, you know, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I sound like somebody just learning to play the instrument, right? <laughs> you ever hear that guy the first time he's on the trumpet or the violin? <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, nothing. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me Nothing. Notice what's outlined in these verses. So you see, one, charity is worth more than just a proclamation, though I speak. Amen? Though I speak. Amen? Charity is more than just a uh, proclamation. It's a sounding brass, tinkling cymbal. We know Ephesians 15 says, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head even Christ. You see, truth without Christ's love shining forth is just noise. It means nothing to the church. It means nothing to Christ. And it means nothing to a lost and dying world. Just going out there with words, just going through the motions. If you don't have charity, if you don't have a sincere love. So uh, charity is more than just a proclamation, though I speak. Well, without charity, it's nothing. Charity is worth more than prophecy, though I have the gift of prophecy. Oh, great. Amen. Maybe you know uh, some biblical things, but hey, if you don't bring them forward. One thing, I tell you one thing that, man, I, I don't care how smart a guy is. I don't care how well good he is. I mean, he, you know, he, 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 he may be, uh, you know, quote, unquote, a better preacher than I can even think about being. But one thing I think is a preacher with an attitude. Boy, when I walk in and see a preacher, that makes me. That makes me, that's why I'll get upset too today, but that's one thing uh, that, that bothers me because if he doesn't have a sincere uh, a concern about people, it's nothing. Charity's worth more than perception, though I understand all mysteries. Oh, well, great. It means nothing without love. Charity's worth more than philosophy, though I understand all knowledge. Charity's worth more than power, though I have all faith. And we know how important uh, faith is. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But the faith that pleases God, amen, is going to include charity. He says, verse 2 ends, what, uh, uh, says, I am nothing. You see, charity, true Christian love in action, true Christian love in action is what brings worth to who I am and what I do as a Christian. Church charity is worth more than philanthropy, though I bestow all my goods. Oh, man, you know, that, that's a big one in the world. You know, what's the big term today? Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Boy, are they going to be entirely disappointed when they see all those things they thought they were paying forward burn up before their eyes because, amen, one, if they're not saved and doing it for Christ, even as a Christian, if you're not doing it uh, to the glory of God, it means nothing. Charity is worth more than pain, though I give my body to be burned. That's what, what? Didn't we do, do many wonderful things in thy name? Listen, it means nothing to God without a pure, true love. 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Let me give you some verses on how uh, important, all through the word of God, all through the New Testament, God emphasizes the importance. Now we think of 1 Corinthians 13, of course, as the charity chapter. But all through the New Testament, God, God emphasizes the importance of charity. Listen to some of these verses as we finish up concerning charity. 1 Corinthians 60, 14 says, listen to this, let all your things be done with charity. Now we know that verse says, whatsoever you do, right, in word or deed, let all be done to the glory of God. 
Well, right here it tells you what, how do you know if it's being done to the glory of God? Well, one, it's going to include charity. It's going to include a pure love. Colossians 3.14, look at this. And above all these things. Man, it names some things and says, man, all this is good. All this is good. Hey, I'm glad you did this and I'm glad you're doing that. I'm glad you've worked on that area in your life and I'm glad all that. But above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. First Peter 4.8 goes right along with that. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. Amen. As believers, have fervent. Well, we, th- we always think about in James, we're talking about fervent prayer. Boy, here's another fervent thing we need to have. We need to be fervent prayers, but we also need to be fervent, have fervent charity and have a fervent love for one another among yourselves. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Boy, you can, listen, boy, you know, when people start looking at people and they start getting nitpicky, you know what it tells me? They don't have much love. You know, hey, uh, 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 that doesn't mean that we don't, uh, if somebody has some sincere sin in life, you don't want to deal with it over, but amen, all these nitpicky things, if we, if we uh, have a sincere love for one another, amen, instead of being nitpicky about one another, if we see something, you know, usually when I hear something, somebody messing up, the first, here's what I think, now I know how to pray for them. Now I know how to pray for them. Now I know, amen, what area I need to pray for them. Hey, hey, listen, I'm sure you can find a lot of faults with me. Well, good. You know all the areas that I need prayer You know all the, the, and need help. So now you know how to pray for me. 1 Timothy 1.5. Now the end of the commandment. Boy, we know, we know hey, the end of the commandment is what? Is charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and a faith unfeigned. Well, you see the importance. Hey, hey all the members are important. Right? We are a local body of believers. Each individual is an important part of the whole. Amen? Everyone is necessary. We may not all have the same offices. We may not all have the same uh, 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 talents and abilities. But hey, uh, one thing that will bring that all together, amen, will be to have the same love and care for one Another, Amen. Hey, I, I may never be able to play that uh, 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 piano uh, like Brother Joseph. Hey, maybe I'll never be able to play like him. But you know what? I, 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 I can do my best, amen, to love him. And hopefully we can, you know, love one another. Same. Maybe we can't play the same, but maybe we can love each other the same. Maybe I can't uh, 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 do something else like somebody else, but maybe we can love each other the same, even though maybe we can't sing the same. Amen. Maybe we can still love one another the same. That's what's important. And, of course, we all know how 1 Corinthians 13 ends. Now, don't let your sister get the big head over this, right? And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these we know is charity. Why? Because when we get to heaven, what? We won't need faith anymore, right? When we get to, when we get to heaven, our hope, right? What's our blessed hope? Our hope will be fulfilled. But you know what? We'll still need to love one another, amen? We'll still need to care about one another. Maybe we won't have to pray about all the difficult things going to life because all that stuff will be behind us, amen? But we'll still be loving our Savior and we'll still be loving it. So you might as well get used to each other, loving each other now, amen? Because you're going to be stuck with one another through eternity, amen? You're going to have to love one another. Yeah, but then they'll be perfect. They won't be like they are now. Hey, don't you be thinking like that. Don't you be thinking like that, amen? Right? I know we always try to find a way to get around it, don't we? No, uh-uh, amen. Uh, you, you, you're worth being a part of this church, amen? If you're worth Christ loving, 
Amen. Then you're worth, amen, that we should love one another. Let's pray.